Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hi, Mark. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for tuning in a little early. You're welcome. I love your home. Is that your home or you, did you just visit someone else? No, I, I was actually playing with the background on TalkShoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. You should have just said, no, it's my home. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was like, well, you know, it's a few minutes early. Let me check. But now that we're both on, you know, TalkShoe has started. So okay. I will not uh, delay us any further. So thank you, Mark Milovets, for joining the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show today. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, kudos and thank you to Tom Mazzotta, who always brings me wonderful, talented folks to the show. So I'm so glad he connected us. And um, I've been well, playing- if we can lower the bar today, then it'll be okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I've been watching your videos and listening to your music. And thank you for sending me uh, your, your, your song. And I'm going to play that. But I just want to let folks know that you are considered the king of Christmas. But um, Mark, you've had a, a wonderful career. You've been on television. You've been in print. You've done radio. Um, you're an international artist, uh, adult contemporary and country. So you've been re been um, kind of referred to as uh, like Rascal Flats and let's say a, one of the, the, the great crooners. Hi, Rochelle. Hey, <laughs> how are you? Hey, good. How are you? Uh, so Rochelle has been a guest on the show. So Michelle, re meet Mark Milovats, who I is uh, Hi, considered Mark. one of America's premier sh showmen. So Mark, tell us how you got started. In all honesty, when I was eight years old, my grandfather was bedridden and he would pay me a quarter to come every Sunday after church and uh, learn a new song and sing it to him. And so I would sing some in falsetto. I would sing some in a deep voice because I started to get a baritone voice by then. And it would make him laugh and it would cheer him up. So it also was money for me. And I thought, well, this is a great gig. I'm getting paid. So uh, that's kind of how it all started, believe it or not. Wow. Well, you know, when I was watching some of your videos, you remind me of a, like, and you've been referred to Barry Manilow and, um, just you've gotten shout outs from Bruce Springsteen and you have that crooner voice and I love that music. So it's, I think it's, 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 it's a perfect fit. But um, today we wanted to talk about, because you have an event coming up on November 27th, it's the Mark Milovitz, uh Christmas Spectacular in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And this is your third year doing this. And so, Tell us about that. Well, it's actually, so it's our third year for a nationally syndicated television show. Uh, okay, it, it's 27 our, years. It's our 25th year for this 20, show, believe it or okay. not. I was 10 
and uh, <laughs> right, doesn't doesn't every artist say that? And uh, <laughs> right, none of us believe it. But, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> no, and uh, believe it or not, this show right, it is in Pittsburgh uh, this Sunday night at seven o'clock at the beautiful Byam Theater. It's actually a beautifully renovated vaudeville house, seats about twelve hundred, and. Um, the late Arnold Palmer and Winnie Palmer actually helped me start it 25 years ago. We did it for uh, Children's Hospital and the Children's Miracle Network and Arnold Palmer Hospitals at that time, which were uh, for Winnie, the Winnie Palmer uh, uh, Breast Cancer Institute. So that's how it got started. And believe it or not, as an eight-year-old, besides singing for my grandfather, I got burned that year. I had third-degree burns, and they grafted me back together. So um one year we were um touring i tried to deliver stuffed animals to icu units uh, for burn units and other things during the holidays so we had left one of the units and you know you can't leave one of those units without you know crying when you leave or a tear in your eye because it's just you know it's heartbreaking uh the parents in there with the kids or whomever the caregivers are and i said isn't there something we can do to let kids and people know that our hospitals are not forgotten at christmas you know and that we're all out here facing all kinds of challenges, but we're thinking about them. So it took a long time, but finally we got the show televised. You know, we started as a live stage show and it took a long time to get it televised, but now it's in, gosh, over 200 markets and worldwide this year for American Forces Television in 70 countries. Uh, it's first year for that. So on every ship, every, you know, base, I hope it doesn't detract from the military's uh, prowess, but, you know, hopefully it enhances it. But um so that's kind of a little bit of how that goes, and that'll be this Sunday. And we have, gosh, I have a 16-piece orchestra. Some of Olivia Newton-John's band will be joining me. Some of the uh, musicians from the band Boston, if you remember, Don't Look Back and Survivor. Yeah. Uh, I can't hold back from Survivor. Anyway, all these holding things. I don't know what that's all about. There's no touching. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's a little bit about it. Wow, that's awesome. And, you know, actually, as you mentioned that, I was a burn victim myself at the age of five. Were you really? And yes. And so, um, you know, Christmas time, you know, that's always special for people that have, you know, this happened to me in the summer, but um, but I know that, you know, Christmas time is a very special time of year. And to know what it's like to be in a burn ward, you know, for weeks and months um i know that brings a lot of light to to the to the children and that's the hope you know like to everybody mm -hmm. children adults mm -hmm. uh, people you like people you don't like you know we like everybody at that time but you know what <laughs> right which is why i love the song you know it's the most wonderful time of the year because there is just something special about this time of the year people are kinder you know thanksgiving it, christmas <laughs> well new years and then it kind of goes back to <laughs> right. D driving with people on the roads that are cutting you off. Right. Exactly. Right. That happens in January. Right. Again. Right. It is the most wonderful time of the year. I love that song. And, you know, aside from back to school, because that's the most wonderful time of the year for parents. But um, I actually used to teach third grade. So that's why I say that. So uh, my background is part of that. You know, so I used to torture children for a living. It was fun. But, you know, um, don't tell anybody, but I actually do like children. I never told them that, but yep, it's a great time of year. And what is it about um, performing and doing the music that you do? So you have the contemporary, but you also have the country and you have um, the wonderful Christmas spirit. 
what is it about this music that really touches you? Um, you know, I think sometimes I'm asked, what's my favorite song to do? Yeah, of course, <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year, but Oh Holy Night is one of my favorites. I think remembering what the season is all about is really important. I think remembering why we're, we're stopping and just pausing and, and taking some time out with whether it's family or extended family or created family. I think that's what's special. You know, these shows for me are actually my Christmas. We have, you know, it's my, it's my family, the band. I don't like the horn section, but everybody else I like in the band. And, uh, no, I, they're just high maintenance, the horns. But uh, I think that's what makes it special. I, I think it's just, you know, family of all kinds are coming together and celebrating. You know, I always say that we go out there, and I know this sounds cliche, but it's our job to make people forget about the world for a couple hours and to have fun. And if we're not having fun, then there's no reason to get up and do it. I mean, if you can't have fun every day, then don't get up. You know, it's just my theory. I'm happy I keep getting up. Don't get me wrong, but. That is, I mean, that is. That is the, the hope from the most. And of course, I'm going through my email because I want to play the song. But um, before I, I play that, you also have, you're doing another show in Dallas as well? Uh, yeah, yes. I can't remember when that is. But okay. yeah, we're happy to go there. Looking forward to that. I love Dallas. Um, it's hot and then it's cold five minutes later. So it'll be fun in Dallas, as you know what the weather's like in Dallas. So. We look forward to that as well, yeah. And I think, you know, um, we're just blessed that we have these live shows as well as the television show all over the country. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quite humbling, to be honest with you. And you mentioned Barry Manilow earlier. I had a chance to open for Barry uh, back in the day for a while. And Barry is probably one of the best showmen I've ever seen. So I was able to learn from him and learn from a lot of different people, actually, I started out when I was young with the Mr. Rogers show. If you remember Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yes, yes. So I was able to work with Fred a few times and uh, it was the funnest thing ever. I know funnest isn't a word. It is in kindergarten, <laughs> yes. but, it's, but not in adult land. But I'll tell you, he was the most genuine individual besides Arnold Palmer, to be honest, and you two, because I can tell you're both genuine. I mean, okay. stop the, you got to stop the drinking. I know that's happening. But anyway, I'm just uh, eggnog. But... Uh, they were very genuine people. And uh, I, I think that's, I think it's really important for an artist and an entertainer to get across. Mm -hmm. You know, people know very quickly if you're not real, if you're not genuine, if this is a contrived act or something else. I mean, I, I truly love what I do and I truly enjoy the music and it, it thrills me every time. I mean, it scares me to death before the curtain goes up, but you know, I, I stand back there thinking, what made me think I wanted to do this? And then it goes up and, you know, a minute into it, you're thinking, okay, this is all right. But I, I just get so excited. You know, I remember I had the opportunity to sing on Sinatra's last tour. Um, I had the opportunity wow. to, think, to sing for a private dinner for him. Wow. And then I, and it was the first time I'd ever seen him in concert, to be honest. So I remember before he went on, it was an arena and he was waiting to go on and I could see his face through the round window kind of in the kitchen area door coming through this, this arena. He looked like a little kid again, so excited to go on. And I thought, wow, I hope I never lose that. And if you lose it, I don't think you're the, I don't think you're at the top of your game anymore. I think it has to have, you have to have that childlike wonder like Christmas is. Just a thought, just my thoughts. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. So I'm going to play the song for us now. Uh, it's 
the most wonderful time of the year. I love this song. And your voice is incredible. You're very kind. Thank you very much. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the ha happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call, it's the ha happiest season of all. There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. Wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when the loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the snow. Scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. Rochelle was going to dance for us. <laughs> it makes you just want to just kind of sway and do all those wonderful things. And so I wanted to, to play this song because, of course, I've been following you on, on uh, Facebook. And so this is the number two, the most wonderful time of the year, music added to radio, number two on the list. And I'm sure within the next couple of days, it'll be at number one. I mean, the, the your voice, the lyrics, the orchestra, I mean, it's just wonderful. So how does it feel to be, to be in the lead? You know, uh, we're right behind the village people this past week. So I got to tell you, <laughs> as someone said to me, I had no idea they were still around. I said, who knew? <laughs> right. Uh, but love the village people. So it, it feels uh, wonderful and I don't mean to be cliche or uh I we got so Bruce Johnson from the Beach Boys is a friend of mine okay. and uh he sent me an email he saw it on the chart and he sent me an email with a letter he said hey not bad you're on pitch all the time he said he said, <laughs> he, said he said that's pretty he said that's not easy to get to number two most added so 
when I got that note, I thought, huh, we might be onto something here. So I, I feel very blessed to be very honest with you and very sincere. I'm extremely blessed, extremely grateful. Um, and I just happy that anybody comes to see me or listens to it. I really am. You know, I, you know, I, I tell this story. I was not raised in a family that told you how great you are. So it was about three years ago, maybe I was doing a show. Well, right before the pandemic hit and we were still doing shows. And my mother came backstage and she said to me, she looked at me and she said, you know what, son, that was a good show. And that's the first time in my life she had ever said that. I said, oh, my gosh, are you going to die, mom? I said, what's wrong? What? <laughs> and uh, that's when I realized maybe we had done something well. So uh, she's a kind mom, but you know, they're tough. I grew up in a tough, tough family. Wow. Now, are you from Pennsylvania? I am originally from outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I split, okay. I split my time now because my mom is still outside of Pittsburgh, but I split my time between uh, Franklin, Tennessee and Pittsburgh. So I'm in Tennessee a lot as well. Okay. Okay. And I wanted to ask you, um, just talking about the pandemic, how, I mean, how did that affect you as an artist and how did you have to to pivot and you know make all kinds of changes in order to still do what you love but uh, of course you know we were on lockdown for quite a long time mm -hmm. you know it was actually that's how the television show came about the television special i was actually pitching a television variety show wanting to bring that back you know like the old dean martin shows and other things mm -hmm. and i thought you know there's an audience that needs served in that and they asked me in one of the pitches, they said, hey, we see you have a Christmas show. Can we have that? And I thought to myself, I don't know. Can you have it? Do we have enough footage in the can? And actually, we did and had some uh, friends join me as with some greetings like Gloria Stefan, Rick Springfield, uh, mm. Billy Ray Cyrus, who happens to look like Satan in the photo in the video. But that's OK. Um, that's just his look at that time. And I mean that with, you know, it's exactly how he looked. And, but it actually was a. Um, it was the way we got to television. It was a benefit, believe it or not. It was a blessing in disguise. And that's how we're in the third year and now going into fourth year next year. Um, but that's how I was surprised. So, and it actually made me a little lazy too, because you say, well, wait a minute, can we just do television? Do I have to go do live again? Cause you know, you have to, you have to get into shape to do that. <laughs> I mean, right. it's, you know, I saw Kenny Chesney this summer and I, I love Kenny Chesney and, um, he was on the tour and I realized halfway through the concert, he was winded. And I thought, and he said, I haven't been at this for four years. And I thought, well, yeah, you've been on some island because you, you probably bought the island. So anyway, I think it affected us all in different ways, but I was very blessed. But, you, but there's nothing, you know, the television is great, but there's nothing like a live show. No, I agree with you 100%. There's nothing like hecklers from the crowd uh, saying, Where, why are you wearing rhinestones? No, but I mean, it's, you're right. You're at, there's nothing like a live crowd for that energy. Uh, I agree with you. And uh, speaking of rhinestones, one year, my sisters, you know, I have a lot of rhinestones I wear and a lot of jackets we change in and out of in, in costumes. And one year, my sister said, you know, just keep the tucks. Don't do the rhinestones. I think they were a little uncomfortable with the whole thing. I'm okay with who I am. Apparently, they're not. But anyway, um, so we we didn't and i actually there were like rows of women in the front rows upset that i wasn't bringing out the rhinestone jackets and i said oh never again will we do that and mm -hmm. make that mistake so i don't listen to my sisters anymore on the wardrobe 
And you know, well, that's the thing, you know, when I was looking and I said, yeah, you know, the premier showman and I started watching your, your shows. I mean, you want that, you want the glamour and the, the glitz and the voice and the dancers and, you know, that's part of the whole experience. That's my theory. You know, I, I hope people do, you know, because you don't want to look at me all night, right? As I tell the, the people in the audience, you want to have other things to look at too. But sometimes we have live penguins in the show and um, they're interesting. They have a bigger rider than I do. So they eat a lot of fish. I don't, I don't ask for much, just water and some Gatorade, but maybe lemon, but they have this whole long list. And, you know, I said, I said, Hey, one of these years, could we, do you think we could shoot the penguins out of a cannon? Like if I put a helmet on them and that was a no, no. So that was a no. And uh, we haven't done that. Time. It was really just a joke, but people took it seriously. So. Oh my goodness. Well, I saw the penguin. I was like, Oh wow, that's really neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they join us. It really depends on if they want to come out that night. It all depends on whatever they want to do. You know, and when you're working with animals, who was it back in the day that said never work with children and animals. And I work with both. So I, I broke well, both rules. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, sometimes you just, you just kind of have to. And besides, so you, you have this, uh, the extravaganza coming up for November. What's, what's, what's next for you? What else are you working on? Um, Thanksgiving dinner, because I love to eat and I'm very excited about that. But other than that, we are working on uh, a new television show okay. uh, that we'll start filming next year. It's kind of an interview format. That's all I can tell you. I know we're doing it out of Nashville. So uh, that's one of the new things and a new single that's non-Christmas because we have a lot of non-Christmas as well. And our, and touring our, our Viva Las Vegas show um, because, um, I, you know, I kind of am nostalgia. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of nostalgia. So that's a few things coming up. Oh. And of course, getting a background like you have, because I, I really think that's your house. I don't think that's a background. Yeah, I, I love it. They have so many. I was like, I think I'll choose this one. It's kind of cutting my head off a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> I do like it. And Mark, if, you know, if someone wants to, um, you know, book one of your shows, how can people get in touch with you? Where can they find you on social media? They can go to markmillivats.com. And I'm sure my agent's phone number is there. Um, it is. Or they can, um, you know, if they want to download the CD or the, the single, it's at Amazon or iTunes. Available everywhere, I believe. Okay, that's wonderful. And anything we haven't discussed that you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. I think we covered everything. I just, where's Rochelle? Now, where are you coming to me from? Uh, I'm actually in Maryland. Okay. I'm in Maryland. Where in Maryland? I'm in, uh, in Mitchellville, Mitchellville Bowie. So not far, right out of DC. Oh, okay. Not right out, yeah, not far. And she's from the great state of da -da -da -da, Chicago. Oh, okay. <laughs> My kind of town, right? Both places. Yes. Right. And Rochelle, did you have any questions for Mark? Okay. Now I just love, you know, you talked about the song that you just played and it had, I mean, it's wonderful they had the words Christmas in there, but the joy of your your voice, the energy that you had, it, you could have sang the, uh, you know, the telephone book, if people still remember telephone books, you know. <laughs> 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 you 
just the idea because the joy in your voice the energy was it was beautiful thank you wow let me know where to send that check Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> very kind of you i mean that both of you no not about just me it's true it's just lovely well thank you <laughs> thanks very much well i've always enjoyed it i've always enjoyed performing i think every true entertainer will tell you that right from childhood mm -hmm. they did something whatever it was they were entertaining people from a young age so and it's fun to see the joy in your smiles when you see it or hear it and that's what it's all about right i think it's always for me you know to end is to say if we can't give back it's all about giving back in some way and using your god-given talents and we all have them and uh to to make people to uplift people and i think it's really important to do absolutely absolutely you mentioned the glitz and i saw liberace long time oh, yeah. ago and talk about glitz. i love it <laughs> yeah and he was quite the showman wow he was amazing and, and barry manilow you know so. oh yeah well liberace was you know one one of a kind right and uh and he would you know, he would sit with you, I understand, when he when you visited with him uh, as his fans. He would sit and talk with you forever. And I think that was important. And he had his oh, dogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh and Mark, there's a picture of you, and that's who I thought about when I saw the rhinestones. There's a, it's a profile picture of you with uh, the rhinestones, and that's exactly who I thought about. And I want to thank Ronnie for joining in. He is the credit guru. So thank you. Another guest from the Stroke Diva Fabulous show. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, hello. How y'all doing? Hey, Ronnie. Good, good. Um, so we're talking, Mark Mark is the guest. Rochelle has been a guest. Um, I'm so glad that everyone has come on. Rochelle went on a, hung, a hunger strike um, a couple of months ago for the the hr rochelle you have to give the name of the bill again it's yeah it's hr 40 hr 40. mission to study and develop reparation proposals for african americans oh, okay. act yeah. yes so you look fantastic <laughs> uh she was on that hunger strike for a long time oh, <laughs> 40 I'm days. Sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. wow i'm sorry i started talking about food then right there that <laughs> i know which I mean, just just amazing, and um, you know, Ronnie is an author, and oh, wow. he um, you know helps people. He's 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 the, the the credit guru. Wow. So the credit guru meaning how to get credit, how to receive credit. Well, um, well, I wouldn't consider myself a guru. I was just um, well seasoned and well knowledgeable. Um, so I wouldn't take myself that high, but I definitely do appreciate it. You know, I basically educate people on credit and financial literacy. Okay. You know, I take it because there's like probably like 20 million people that do what I do, but don't need, there's a big difference. Not only uh, giving the knowledge, but also teach them how to use, how to apply it. Uh, because once they do fix their credit, I want to give them the tools so they don't make the same mistake twice. And if they do happen to have an 850, I mean 800, 850, that's good. But they might have a niece, uh, next door neighbor, a nephew, uh, because I'm known as a credit hero, but what if what if we all had a credit here on our house? You had two credit heroes, three credit heroes, different houses, different community. Because um, I don't have to be the only credit hero, so my goal is to empower other people to be credit heroes too. Um, that's my biggest mission, and I work with um, schools, 
uh, you know, businesses. I've done speaking events from the East Coast to the West Coast, been on TV, podcast, magazine, um, you name it. I'm doing it, and I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, Sometimes, you know, the the best satisfaction I get, it's not really about the money. Of course, the money is cool, but just the fact that I'm able to make a positive impact in everyone's life because credit is something that impacts everybody. It don't matter mm-hmm. your size, mm-hmm. your weight, your color, none of that. There's only two times you don't need credit. It's when you're dead or when you go to jail. Other than that, you always want to need credit. Right. <laughs> I still like to have some credit after I'm dead. But I'm, that's a whole different story. <laughs> the new book. But yeah, that's very interesting. Yes, yes. So thank you. Thank you all for, for joining us. Um, and so Mark's website is markmilovets.com. Definitely check out, you know, buy the single. I'm definitely going to download it on, you gave me a copy, but I still want my, still want to, I'd love to uh, purchase because I know we should do that for our artists. So I want to purchase my own um, single because I love that. I'll be playing that, you know, from now till the new year. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yes. And so thanks, Tom. Now tell us now, what's your relationship with Tom? And I never know if I'm saying his last name right, Mazada. We've, um, I'm not even sure if Tom and I have ever met besides, um, you know, he sends me wonderful artists such as yourself. So we we talk online <laughs> a lot, but I can't remember if we've actually ever met in person. Yeah, and I've never met Tom either. Apparently he doesn't meet people in person. He may not exist. Okay. But, <laughs> uh, but Tom is a you know great Tom is a great record promoter. And uh that's how we met. I think we met actually through Rick Springfield. Okay. Working some of Rick's records. And I think that's how I met, you know, Jesse's girl. I wish that I had Jesse's girl Rick. Um, who yeah. my plug for him is go see him on tour. Boy, I tell you what, he rocks at wow. 72. He rocks. So anyway, that's how I met Tom. Oh, wonderful. So I'm going to thank Tom again for connecting us. And I want to take a photo while I have Uh-oh. folks here. So thank you for definitely, you know, logging in with your camera. Oh, thank you. I was hoping yeah. the phone would work because I'm, we're about to do a show in a casino tonight, so I'm hanging out in the casino. And the only thing I like about casinos is buffets, because I don't really gamble. <laughs> Again, sorry, but you know, but yeah. you're your strike, so we're good. Oh, that's good. Okay, so let's see. I have lots of lights here, so that's. I'm probably I'm using my phone. Uh, let's see. So there's going to be a glare on the photo. I'll let you all know that now. There's going to be a little glare because uh, I have some so many uh, lights on in the <laughs> in my office. Okay, everybody, smile. I just took you know quite a few. Yeah. Oh. So that works. Yeah. I need to try to get some some light in here. So. Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. You know, have a wonderful show tonight. Have a wonderful show on November 7th uh, in, 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 in Pittsburgh. Everyone have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you for tuning in. Well, and you. just much appreciation to, to all of you. Great thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. And, oh, Mark, this the show is live and recorded. And uh, once it uploads this evening, I will post it on social media 
and tag you as well. I'll tag you too as well. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. Thanks and have a wonderful, fabulous day. You too. Too. Thank okay. you. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye -bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.